Welcome to Neville Mind Tricks, to those who have purchased the pearl. Salutations and greetings. Welcome to almost middle of the month, September 22. Today is lucky September the 13th, for what that's worth. Today, we are going to talk about penetration versus mastication. Penetration versus mastication. You know the, you know the thing. True international average of pressure. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Very fitting title to follow the most recent episode. First, I just want to talk about just naturally living in a good state and things that can happen. You remember the Mormon friends from the Mormon golf episode? So they came over that one time, but the kid was asleep. They never texted me to give me a heads up. And I'm that kind of a person that I'm not a fan of unexpected visitors. My SO is exactly the same. Um, me personally, uh, back in, in the single days before I even knew my SO, the only, uh, type of visitor, unexpected visitor I'd probably welcome would be the one that I talked about in the most recent episode. (coughs) But I digress. So back to the, um, the Mormons. So I was after work on Friday. It looked like it was going to rain. It was nice and windy, a little cooler than normal. So I'm like, yeah, wait, you know, so I decided to walk around the neighborhood. I did it the Friday prior to. It's not normally what I do as part of my routine, but it just felt like it was the right thing. So yeah, that Friday prior was like a thousand degrees and yeah. Anyway, so I came, went, went on the walk, and as I was coming back, I felt compelled to take a weird turn that I don't need to take for whatever reason, but did take. And now this turn while I was doing that, and my phone rang, and it was unusually loud. I don't know if you ever, if you're a dad or you hear that dads always have loud phones, I didn't do this on purpose, but for some reason the phone was like extremely loud. I don't think anyone was around to, to hear it, but it sure as heck startled me. So I saw that it was the Mormons calling. It was the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints or whatever. So I ignored the call. I'm like, yeah, that's weird. Because what had happened, long story short, we were supposed to meet up. They never texted me to confirm. So I moved forward and lived my life as normal. They showed up at the door literally like 10 minutes after the little guy went down for a nap and didn't answer. And they never texted me. And they texted me like a week later oh, I'm sorry, blah, 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 some weird thing. And I'm like, okay, I'm available. And I gave them my availability for like the next two weeks and I never heard from them. And long story short, whatever. And then I was supposed to message them, but I never did. 
So that's where we have it. So I'm like, that's weird that they're calling me right now. So I'm walking and I'm about to take the turn to get to the front of the house. And I see the bikes parked in front of my neighbor's house. And they are talking to my neighbor. Again, no big deal. I'm sure they're good people and they're things that I wouldn't mind discussing with them. But again, I'm a mental, I need to be mentally prepared for unexpected visitors. So I took a weird turn and ended up going, found to a side entrance to the house and just kind of sat in the backyard for about 10 to 15 minutes. And I figured in 10 or 15 minutes they would have left. So I kind of did my um, MacGyver type impression and tried to see if I could hear the neighbor talking, which in hindsight is ridiculous because they're too far. I wouldn't have been able to hear anything anyway. But then I walked to the front of the house. Oh, by the way, I did that because I didn't have... I had the key to the front door, didn't have the key to the side door. So yeah, there you have it. So I couldn't get in the house and I was home alone at the time so that I left the door locked before I went for the walk on the neighborhood. So again, I guess the serendipity there would have been missing the unexpected awkward conversation with my Nor- Mormon brethren. Because um, I mean, think I could have not gone on a walk, which I normally don't do on Fridays and just do my routine around the house. And I usually leave the front blinds somewhat open. I know I'm pretty against leaving the blinds open at night, but during the day, it's beautiful. Let's in the natural light. Sorry, that's a... (coughs) Sorry, that's a me thing. Like with home improvement, everything's about natural light and open concept. If you're ever curious, just watch a, a realtor video and count how many times you hear them say use the phrases open concept and natural light. I'm willing to bet it's going to be at least two times, if not more, probably more. But anyway, so I could have stayed home and they probably would have seen me and we would have got caught up in an awkward conversation. I could have not taken that left turn, like I mentioned, and I probably would have got home a lot quicker and probably would have ran into them. And had a conversation with them. Um, So yeah. Just a couple things there. But I just found it interesting. That I just serendipitously missed. A conversation. So what I'm going to talk about today. Masticating. Is not as good as penetrating. Penetrating is definitely. A lot more fulfilling. Than masticating. Get your minds out of the gutter. I heard something the other day, just an interesting side note, because I like to do side notes. Why do Neville people, and I'm open to your opinion on this, nevillemindtricks at gmail.com. Why are people that are into Neville, LOA, that type of thing? And I know I fall victim to this too, so I'm not saying that I'm perfect here by any stretch of imagination. Why do we lessen all this other crap out there? I mean, I don't mean to say other crap, implying that 
what we do is crap. What we do is awesome. What we do is perfect. Best game in town. As I've said before, and I'll uh, continue to say. So anyway, I was somebody suggested a video. I'm not not a not the biggest fan of this this person. They refer to themselves as a very hoity-toity egoic name, and I was like, this isn't about you. Even though it is, it's not. Nobody cares about your ego. Nobody cares about how perfect and great you are and whatever name you want to call yourself. I mean, of course, if you're in your teens, early 20s, how about it? But if you're an adult, grow up. But so I'm not the biggest fan of that. But they were talking about how they heard this particular coach that, I don't know, this person's a grifter or whatever. They they tend to mimic what they do. They, they've been called a cult, which I'm sure we're called cults too. Whoever's calling us cults, I've, I've never heard it, but I'm sure there are. But anyway, in this person, they're kind of like the the woman former couple that used to, I, I think they still do. They channel dead people and give you answers to whatever questions you have. So it's similar to that. And they'll they'll say something absurdly stupid like the toilet roll is empty but thou hast already shat (laughs) yeah I know exit stage right but I mean these people get the most these profoundly spiritual understandings and just follow this person and think they're so great. I mean, it's it's a whole farting into the microphone thing. But anyway, so the question is why lessen a bunch of other crap when you already know the truth? Is it because you don't know the don't think you really know the truth or think there's some weird secret out there that if you just knew that one thing, everything would change? I don't know. No right or wrong answer, just curious. But I was led to a Neville lecture. Thank you for the individual that kind of nudged me in this direction. And it was pretty simple. It was pretty much one of those things. I don't know. Maybe this is this for you. Maybe it was this for me. Maybe this is the one thing you want to know. And 11, 10 minutes into this, you're probably like, I'm glad I kept listening to this guy or let, let him go in the background. So let's say it doesn't have to be your birthday, but maybe it is. And if it's your birthday... Happy birthday, fill in the blank, whatever your name is. But maybe you're listening to this on your birthday. But say you get an alert on your telephone, a coupon in the mail if you're more old school like me. Free coffee. There's this coffee shop that popped up over town. You've seen it before. Uh, Maybe you've gone there a few times. Maybe it's one of your favorite places. Maybe you've thought about going but never got around to it. You get a coupon. Free coffee. No conditions apply, nothing weird. Just take this coupon, get a free coffee, whatever's on the menu, you can have. Okay? And it expires the day that you see it. Now, you have three ways that you could react to this. Probably more, but let's just go over three. The first thing you could do is just ignore it. Maybe you're just lazy. Eh. Maybe you have a, a lack mentality and think it's too good to be true. And 
So that's one way to, to, to react to it. Don't do anything. Don't get any coffee. Let it expire. Two is you can go to the coffee place, get the cheapest thing on the menu. Eh, cheap but likable. And thank them. Okay, maybe you're just a minimalist. There could be uh, other things there too, but let's just say... So first, let's say you uh, have a lack mentality so you don't take advantage of the free coupon. And the second is you're a minimalist. You don't need the $20 um, sugary um, cake, donut, candy bar, coffee. You just need a nice decaf because it's late in the afternoon. Minimalist. All right, then there's a third option. So you get your $15 donut, cake, candy bar with extra sugar and caramel, um, flu voluptuous Grand Pumba shake. And you hand the coupon to the barista or the cashier or you show them your phone with a coupon, however you decide to redeem it. And they say, no, 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 no. You keep that. That's good for the whole day. You can go to any one of our coffee shops today only and get the same drink you have now or try all of our drinks. The only restriction is you can't get it here because you've already been here. And we know what you look like. And so you end up going to... Eh, let's just say four other ones. So you get a total of five drinks. And let's say somebody decides to label you as greedy. How much can you give to yourself? Maybe you're looking at you're financially minded, you're efficient. You're wanting to save money instead of buying five coffees a week. You have five coffees for free for the week. All right, so those are three reactions. And whatever you answered, that's probably the state you're in. You either, and again, these labels aren't set in stone. They could be totally off. This is just for the sake of this conversation. You have a lazy lack mentality where you don't take any action. You're a minimalist. Eh, you only need what you need. You could only consume what you can consume at one time. That's all you need. You're minimalist. Or you're abundant-minded. You feel lucky and you want as much as you could get. All right, those are the three states. And again, this isn't anything scientific. It's just nevelistic and for the sake of the conversation. So you know what state you're in. Say you want to change the state. Say you're a... You didn't do anything with the coupon. You didn't get the free... Um, coffee because you weren't deserving. But yesterday, not yesterday, but tomorrow on the way into work, you stop by a coffee shop and spend $15 on the sugary hot dog, donuts, pizza and wings and um, candy bar. Lucky drink milkshake Zeno. All right, so say you want to change from being lazy and lack-oriented. So what you would do is find out what it is you want to be. 
Do you want to be a minimalist where you just take one thing? Hey, if I'm getting something free, I might as well take advantage of it. Or do you want to be more abundant? Seen maybe as greedy by some. Since you already like that super duper Grand Pumbaa drink, you might as well be of that type. So what you could do either immediately or that night before you go to bed is do a scene where you see yourself as the abundant person where you saw that coupon that day and you immediately take action. Because I mean, there's one two blocks from your house for crying out loud. You're just been in this lazy, lackey, lack, non-deserving state for so long. You just, it's a habit. But mentally, you, you got in your vehicle and you went down and you got the same drink that you like. The hot dog, pizza, nachos, hot dog wings, cake, frappuccino. And then, because you heard it on social media, there's people posting all their different drinks that they got. And you're like, eh, they're greedy, whatever. And you see yourself posting stuff like that. And then people mentally saying, yeah, you're greedy, whatever. And then other people saying, oh my gosh, you're so lucky. Wow, is that, you're smart. Did you drink all five of those or are you saving those for the week? I mean, I don't know how good something like that would keep, but whatever. For sake of the story, say they keep just fine. So you have one a week. And so you, the editorial you here, once being a lazy, non-deserving person living in lack, did a scene of you being possibly greedy, lucky and more abundant. And you live in that state and you constantly monitor your reactions to the world until you become that person. All right, so that's what Neville talks about in his lecture. I mean, is this stuff ballyhoo, tomfoolery? Is it just way too simple? Is there any way that this stuff would work? I don't know. Test it and see. That's what Neville says. So if you want to test it and see, great. If not, that's great too. That's a state you're in. That was today's message from this side of the Neville Sphere. Reach out anytime on the Instagram, Neville Mind Tricks, or email nevillemindtricks at gmail.com. And until we hear again, keep climbing. Preview.